0: Welcome back to the third episode of this 2021 NFL season's Leatherheads Football Podcast. This time, I'm joined by Just Matt. I'm Dalton. Um, we're gonna, you know, try to split up some small episodes this week, uh, you know, just to cover some different segments, not just bunch it all into one. Because when we do that, we have going two hours of recording and have to cut it down. That's a lot of work for our editor, aka me. Yeah,
1: well, it's, uh, no, no, it definitely, uh, it definitely takes like a. Uh, it's honestly, it's better for uh, listeners too because. You know, it's shorter segments, easier for you guys to listen to. Um, and uh, the another big thing that's going to play into this whole factor here, and probably this is probably going to be a common thing, is that the scheduling of everyone, uh, all four of us, our schedules are just kind of so crazy. So it's it's easier for us to do instead of all four of us trying to get together at once. It's easier yeah. to do it uh, this way. So, yeah. Um, true. but it will be good because we can talk about like specific players, specific groups, um, specific specific performances this way. So it should be uh. It should be better and more organized this way, um, which is good because, as Dawn said, the hour and a half ones, they can just get it. they can just get out of hand very quickly. And we I mean,
0: the, the first episode that we did, the four of us, literally all I did was I threw it in GarageBand and put the music in front of it, and then just literally exported it. When it was me and a Bell, like his internet cut out a few times, and uh, I think I sat on GarageBand for two hours <laughs> trying to make it a more manageable hour. Yeah. It, so. Maybe, maybe we'll a it can so. get it can get
1: tough, but uh, that's see that's people that's the stuff that you guys like don't know that goes into this show. So maybe yeah. maybe that maybe that that's a little more respect for everyone out there listening. But regardless, we're still here. Um, yes, we are. We two. Good, we two. Week two, pretty good week two, honestly. I had a it was a, some pretty good games. Some uh, we we got a we got some fun things to talk about today. So let's just like dive right into the first category,
0: Dalton. What do we got? Uh, you know, we're going to just do some some week two uh, game highlights. You know, there were some some good competitions this week. Um, got another overtime game. Thursday night football was fun. Monday night football is amazing, as always, when the Chiefs line up against the Ravens. Um, the first one I really want to talk about was, um, you know, we saw the Saints put the beat down on the Packers week one, and then this time around the Panthers go 26-7, beat up Jameis. Um, who threw for 111 yards, two interceptions? Alvin Kamara. Uh, if you're an Alvin Kamara fantasy owner this week, I feel so bad for you. Um, eight carries for five yards, four receptions for 25.
1: Honestly, before we even get before we like even get into it, this and I wish a bell was on because I like kind of I had in my notes and I couldn't make it like last week's episode, but I had in there. I was like is the five touchdowns thing for Jameis, was this just, like, kind of a hoax? You know what I mean? Like, was it just kind of, like, a random thing out there? Because I know Bell was riding Jameis. Uh, he, he was he was really high on Jameis. And I was a little, like, I think we should pump the brakes a little bit. Um, and it's weird because now we've seen, like, two opposite of the end spectrums of Jameis.
0: So... He goes five touchdowns and no touchdowns. I mean, he, he did run one in this week, but... How many,
1: how, how many interceptions do you have? Two this week. Yeah, two this week. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, that's what we expect. Yeah, I mean it's James. So, so first, let me ask you this: If you were recommending someone, you know, they, they need a quarterback. <laughs> uh, their quarterback has an off week, or, or he's off that week. He's a bye week. Would you pick up James if he's available in your
0: league? Uh, no, and I'm going to tell you who I take over him right now because I guarantee he's going to be rostered a little bit less. Um, Currently, Jameis is rostered 94% on sleeper. He started 46%. The guy who I'm taking over him right now is Sam Darnold. Wow. The 2-0 Sam Darnold, who registered 19 points week one. Uh, .1 under 20 this week. The Panthers are hot. Um, they get Houston next week as well. So, another I mean, oh, uh, Hold on. Another like shocker there. Houston, like... Oh,
1: yeah. Houston's, I mean anymore we everyone not, was bagging on them that they were gonna be like the, the, of the like the bottom of the barrel they weren't gonna be good so i mean the pretty decent start i'd say to the year uh from what expectations uh they had but no getting back to what you're saying um yeah i don't think i'm I, i'm still not convinced on Jameis yet i'm still like not there uh with Jameis. I so i i'm in agreement with you there i don't think i i would pick up Jameis either um There's so if we were not there stream. There's yeah, for of- everyone out there, pump the brakes on Jameis still. Yeah. Uh, give it a few more weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the Sam Donald – I I like the Sam Donald pick. I thought that was a pretty good one. Uh, not someone that, like, you really think of, but, like you said, the Panthers are hot. And, you know, his receiving core, his, he's got some pretty uh, – I, I didn't start um, – is Elijah Moore? Is that what it is? DJ Moore. DJ Moore, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't start him this week in, uh, in one of my leagues, and I felt like an idiot. Uh, he was sitting on my bench, and I, he put up – 22. Pretty decent amount of points, so <laughs> you know I was I was a little upset with that one.
0: Um, but no, I agree the Panthers. Um, Panthers are pretty good, you know. Uh, well, was not uh, forget about Christian McCaffrey.
1: This is also true, you know. I mean, I, I
0: went up against Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry this week. Same team.
1: That that's tough. Same team. Wait, how does someone have that?
0: To uh, a two player keeper, Derrick Henry was a second round pick. McCaffrey's first. Wow. The yeah. Wow, that's a crazy
1: league. Yeah, it is. That's – wow. that That is crazy that someone has that running back duo in fantasy in yeah. your league. Uh,
0: but, hey, that's the beauty of the keepers. That's the beauty of uh, keepers. They scored 70. I scored 100 this week, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, the the next uh, kind of shock to an team was the Raiders. Uh, yeah. They came out on Monday Night Football and – Played really well against the Ravens, um, thanks to a big fumble at the end. Um, and, you know, they they get the ball down there and uh, down at the one, thanks to Brian Edwards, another big boom candidate this week. Um, he's getting a better rapport with Derek Carr. Um, he gets down at the one, Carr throws a pick in the end zone. It's all right, though. Raiders get the ball back, win the game. And now they head into week two. They just played the Steelers, and Steelers are, you know, everyone still loves the Steelers, which I, I don't really get. Um, but I mean, twenty six, seventeen. Yeah, I
1: don't see. Here is what I think. I feel like this happens year in and year out, where the the Raiders they start off hot, and then as the year goes on, they kind of like fade a little bit. And I feel like Derek Carr's performance kind of like fades. It's almost kind of like. And there's a few players that fall into this category, and they've it's been like this the past few years. Like I think of like Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray last year, where it's like the first like six weeks, these guys are money. They're like everyone's like, oh my god, these guys are MVP candidates. Now I'm not saying Derek Carr is an MVP candidate, but like he's following the same trend lines, I guess, uh, and has been for the past few years, where it's like the Raiders start out good, but I think once once we get like halfway through the year, like maybe I don't know. I don't even know what half of 17 is right now, but like halfway through the year, I feel like they're, they're going to, um, they're going to slip, which also like concerns me a little bit because Darren Waller, he's clearly tight end one or tight end. Actually, is Darren Waller tight end one or tight end two in your book.
0: I want to ask, ask you this before we um, started. I mean, I, I think Travis Kelsey, yeah, the, to- you know he's a different. Oh breed. wait, did I
1: say tight end. One? I meant tight end two or tight end three in your book. Right? Oh, he's tight end
0: two. Like I don't, I don't care. He's tight end two. Okay, and, right. he's, and he's a lot closer to one than he is to three.
1: Wow. Okay, I like that. So, so how how confident, are, how confident are you in not uh, Waller, but the Derek Carr and the Raiders for the remainder of the season?
0: I've always been a big Derek Carr fan. Um, I forget what year it was. He was like an MVP candidate and broke his leg like the last two weeks of the year and kind of got bumped out. Um, I mean, I, I like his production. Like, he's a guy, you know. He's you he might have a week where he puts up one, like he did last year in week eleven against, uh, sorry, in week twelve against the Falcons, who were really bad pass defense. He put up one fantasy point. But the week before that, he goes to he goes at home against KC, twenty three points. He goes away uh, at the Jets that next week and puts up thirty four. What's uh, a, what's what's his
1: start? What's his starting uh, percentage in, in fantasy leagues?
0: I have 26% right now. So, how, how many points has he put up the last two weeks? 26 and 23. Is he, is he someone maybe you elevate to a starter? I mean, if you're thinking about a 10-man league, he's QB 10 right now. I'd say most leagues are around that 10-12-man thing. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, I guess.
1: I don't know. I think the quarterback so far, it's – I don't know. I'm always like this to start off, and, and I usually don't change my quarterback. I mean – I've been I have Lamar this year this year <laughs> so it's a little different story. Usually I don't have that good of a quarterback. Um but usually I feel like for the first few weeks I like I don't make any rash decisions in, on my team because I feel like it's just it's always so hard to tell, you know what I mean? And this is this was a big thing I said uh I've been saying now for the past like Ever since week one, where like I've been getting a lot of texts from people, you know, who lost week one and they got destroyed, and they're like, "All right, I need, I need to like switch my team up. I need to switch." I'm like, "Pump the brakes again." You know, what I mean, same thing with the the James thing. Pump the brakes again. You know, what I mean, like we're only two weeks into the season here. Um, we still have 15 more games to go. Let's yeah. let's just calm down uh, with everything before you start going and making these crazy trades, dropping people because they didn't like. I had someone text me like, "Should I drop Tyreek Hill?" After his performance last week, I was like, "Dude, I think you need to get out of fantasy." Like, yeah. what
0: do you mean, <laughs> like, like, like a two-man league is there not enough? Like,
1: <laughs> like I, I like, yeah, that was the other thing. It's like, who the heck are you gonna pick up? You know what I mean? And <laughs> he had a bad week, but I mean, I, so I don't know. I'm always like,
0: I love talking have... quarterback. So I love talking quarterback fantasy, though. It's my favorite thing because I, I always love getting my guy. Yeah, I'm gonna say something that. Oh, no. Like I, I was afraid to put out there this year. Um, in my fantasy draft, my big money league. Um, when it came around to, to where I got my quarterback this year was round two, pick five, in a keeper league. It's not that crazy. Okay. Um, it was round two, pick five, and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are both available, and I chose Josh Allen.
1: Oh, uh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy one.
0: Now, it's kind of crazy because I stood up to the board, took my sticker, and I didn't realize the patch Holmes home wasn't taken yet. I wasn't thinking. I just had so many mock drafts. I'm like, okay, I end up with Josh Allen. Nothing wrong with that. But he's currently QB18 and Holmes 2.
1: So. But again, that's the thing is like I think I think reading in the stats this early is tough because like Josh Allen's a top, he's he's a top fantasy quarterback. You know what I mean? And, he, he will in the season a top fantasy quarterback. Yeah, it's like it's like so things will even out as as uh as the weeks go on here. Like yeah. if you're complaining, you have Josh Allen as your quarterback – Like you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be complaining if you have Josh yeah. Allen as your quarterback. Just you know, what I mean, he played the Steelers week one, uh, and then they dominated the Dolphins. So it's like bound to happen.
0: You know what, uh, what I, mean? I, I guess I guess uh, uh, while we're on quarterbacks, I want to hit my my boomer bust for that position as well. Um, I take three I take three guys each. And I'm not just like gonna say like, oh, um, like Davis Mills was a bust this week because no one is <laughs> if you are streaming Davis Mills, get help. Like please get help. Um, like I'm taking like like you know, notable guys and then again, notable guy's the bust. Um so my boom this week, Jalen hurts, no bias, second straight twenty plus point showing, even in a loss where it seems worth eleven points. Your team's putting eleven points up and you put up twenty, that's not bad at all
1: for this, I'm scared to admit this. I have yeah. Jalen Hurts as one of my quarterbacks in one of my leagues. I played against him this week and it was tough. Yeah. He's yeah. he's actually I'm one and one in the league, um, uh, but he's he's been probably the, the brightest spot on my team, which I hate to admit because he's a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh
0: okay, continue. Number two, Tom Brady. Wow. Tom Brady, timeless Tom. Uh, timeless Tom uh is he free had free. He, he had 27 point performance in week one. Not bad. Um, but you know he puts up five touchdowns and twenty nine points this week. Uh, you can say what you want about Tom. Um, I'll say whatever I want about Tom. I literally hate him. Uh, I, n- I know you're a big Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Love about. love TV twelve.
1: I mean, I'm just like smiling right now. Like just, yeah, I
0: know. Yeah, like, know. Uh, like, know. like, like yeah, the, the words "I hate him" just make like me smile. I love Tom Brady so much. Yeah, um, great crazy thing with Tom Brady though. He's playing New England week four. He currently yeah, uh, I will ninety nine yards away from the passing record.
1: I will actually not be rooting for Tom Brady. There. I, see, here's the thing. As much as I love Brady, I'm a team first guy. So, like, I've been like this with, like, the 08 Celtics. You know what I mean? I, like, I love that team. But it's like I was never rooting for Pierce or Garnett, you know, when they got when they left yeah. the team. So, it's like I love Brady. He's still my favorite player. Like, Kevin Garnett was my favorite player uh, all, all time. Always was. But, like, when he played the Celtics, I was never rooting for him. Like, I'm a, I'm a team first guy. So, it's like. Yeah. Week four comes around, Brady. You are the enemy. I, I, I hope you play awful. He's not gonna. Which is like let, gonna suck. Let, let's let it be known.
0: Uh, he's gonna curb stomp Mac Jones.
1: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not. No, Mac Jones is gonna outperform. I'm calling it. This the, okay. that might be a little bias. Um, that I'm might be a little psych war. on that one. You're calling the psych war. <laughs> I think the thing that's gonna hurt the most week four is like if. If and when, no, take out the if when Tom Brady throws a touchdown to
0: Rob Gronkowski. That one's gonna like hurt in my heart a little no, bit. No, no. Here's what's gonna happen. The pass that he breaks the passing yards record on is gonna be like a forty yard pass to Gronk. Yeah, it's gonna be tough.
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be hurtful. It's gonna be a little hurtful. But honestly, I'm calling it Pats by ten. They win. Watch Belichick just lock up Brady. That'd be that would be crazy if Belichick just locks it's up Brady. Like, it's like like it's
0: like the ultimate. Like it's gonna des, it's gonna decide. You know, it's gonna is Tom Brady a system QB? Yes. I mean, um, or is it? It has it been Bill Belichick along or has it been Brady's arm? Yeah, we're gonna find that week four. Yeah, we we are because watch Mac Jones throw for more more yards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know um, what? Forever man.
1: out there, star Mac Jones week four
0: bench tom brady <laughs> start mac jones <laughs> if if you're running that bandwagon tom brady fan lineup and fantasy this year start mac jones Bench Tom yeah, Brady. exactly yeah prove how the value are to the pats mm-hmm. um my my third boom kyler murray uh he's undoubtedly qb1 right now uh, he's yeah. put up 33 points both weeks he looks unstoppable that little mouse run around. that just I sick. mean, it's,
1: it's, it's like a cheat code, dude. You can't, they just like, you can't, they can't tackle him. It's like you watch, you watch the game and it's like his, his offensive line breaks down. He's just like running back and forth till like, he finds someone. He's literally just running side to side, like back further back, running in front of linemen, like defensive linemen. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's like, what the hell do you do to bring him down?
0: No, nothing. I mean, like, like Kyler is like that kid in, like, elementary school that's, like, really small and fast, and they catch when you guys are playing, like, 500 mm-hmm. and at recess and like that. That's Kyler. Yeah. He's just yeah. too small. He's too fast. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, me and Abel mentioned it last week. It's like, when's the breakdown coming? Because it's happened every year for the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, see, and that, that's what I touched on earlier is, like, it's – everyone's, like, you know what I mean? It's it's undoubtedly, like you said, Kyle Murray is QB1 these first two weeks. Clearly. But it's, uh, like you just said. It's gonna happen. Give me the point. Give me the week where it's like, all right, he's put up. He's had like three bad weeks in a row, and then call me crazy. I think he's gonna rebound this year, though. I think he's gonna have like. I think he's gonna be a top QB, not the top QB, but he's gonna be a top tier quarterback.
0: This is this is his third year in the league. Uh, rookie season, QB six. Last year, QB three. Really? Yeah. Huh.
1: That's that's actually interesting. I th- I feel like he fell off way harder than that. Twenty
0: six touchdowns, twelve interceptions, which is like super mid. I yeah. Guess. But like 130 of the rushes for 819 yards, six yeah, yards, that, and eleven cool. and eleven rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And <laughs> I think like he's probably gonna have a little like some less like
1: less rushing this year because he's more receivers.
0: The the biggest um, part that like people criticize in the game, and it's a fair one, it's the turnovers. Yeah. He has some passes where he – he does that little. Thing. He does that, that that little mouse, like he's he's running around sideline to sideline, and just throws ducks.
1: He gets yeah. picked off. But I, you know what I was wondering is like, why don't you just find someone near the sideline, just chuck, heave it as hard as you can out of bounds, or just yeah, throw it out of bounds.
0: Yeah. If, like if just, you're out of the pocket and you throw it past the line of scrimmage out of bounds, you're okay.
1: Yeah, I never understood why people try and make the play when they're outside the pocket. It's like just chuck and, it out. Of
0: bounds. And you know, uh, the QB one of my heart had that problem for years in Philly. Carson Wentz. He's going to get rid of the ball.
1: Yeah, he yeah, kind of has that issue now in the, through the first two
0: weeks. Uh, How do you sprain both your ankles in the same <laughs> How do you sprain both his ankles in the same play? I get uh, it. Aaron only, a big guy. Aaron Donald's a big guy. Okay? Only,
1: only Carson Wentz can do that. Only the glass body of Carson Wentz can, can do that.
0: What's like more fragile than glass?
1: Uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson wants Carson, Carson <laughs> yeah. wants his
0: bones. Give yeah. him, give, give the dude a glass of milk or something. Um, he's a farm boy too. You know he's drinking that milk. He's eating. He's eating red meat. You know he's 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 eating. What's I think right. doesn't
1: switched to whole milk.
0: He's probably doing like one percent, two percent. Just switch to whole. Yeah, just go back to whole, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got um, all right. right,
0: what do you got? Your, what do you got for your bus? For I got three guys for bus again. Um, I'm gonna let you take this one for Zach Wilson. I Four reception game. Yeah, I mean,
1: it, like, is it is it like actually a bust? You know, what I mean, like, it, he undoubtedly had the worst performance out of all quarterbacks, and but it's the Jets and it's a rookie QB, and it's, I'm not that I'm giving Zach Wilson any uh, any slack here because he's off. Awesome. I mean, it's not even a question. Mac Jones is by far the best QB, rookie QB, out of all the rookies right now. It's not even a
0: question. Yeah, the field is not that tough. Because Trevor yeah. Lawrence playing like a middle schooler.
1: Exactly, and uh, the other two, the other two guys, actually, Justin Fields may be starting now. I'm not
0: even sure if he's fully he is, starting. He is. He is. I think Andy Dalton going and IR. So yeah. But I so, mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you see the stat line for Zach Wilson under pressure yesterday? Yeah. It was so, isn't it, it, sorry, it wasn't sorry. His his play is not under pressure. Not under pressure. We're like 11, 11 for sixteen, 150 yards, for Four <laughs> interceptions. All of them were with no pressure. Yeah. It was I don't know though he was throwing some
1: bad interceptions too like it like one got picked one got like tipped off a of, uh his offensive players like hands and it like it ended up in uh J C Jackson's hands or or like Phillips hands or something like that but then like he had one where like he just threw it to Devin McCourty Devin McCourty literally did not move for the ball he stood there and just caught it and like returned it it was like dude were you seeing ghosts that I mean that's what it looked like. You can, his performance was worse than Sam Donald's.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, by far. He's his first two passes or interceptions. Yeah, he was over two with two interceptions. It was so, I don't know. know. It was, it was really
0: bad. I think then his three and four came on consecutive drives. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm almost like, I'm almost like, I don't feel bad for Jets fans at all because Jets fans are the worst, but like, it's it's almost like it, it warms my heart to know that like they thought they got the man, and that he went up against Belichick and just got absolutely
0: destroyed. He wasn't the man though. He should have another team. Um,
1: but no, yeah, no, he he was clearly the worst, uh, the worst quarterback this week. It was, right. I mean, it was so bad. Like I was watching the game and I was like, I can't believe he just. At the second one, I was like, wow, I can't believe he did it again. That's crazy. Two interceptions. Uh. Back, and then back, he did it again, back. and I was like, "All right, what the heck?" And then he threw the fourth one. I was like, "Yeah, this guy's awful. This guy's terrible." So, Patriots fans, uh, you don't got to worry about the Jets for the next—I don't know how long was Sam Donald there. Three years. We're good for another three years. Yeah, I, I, did, I think him. we got
0: four years because just how tight they're going to pick up his rookie his rookie option, and then you know, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, he was he was pretty bad. Um, awful. Um, my next bus quarterback was Dak Prescott. His team did win the game. They won 20-17 on, on a big uh, Greg the Leg field goal at the end against the Chargers. It was a bad win, bad game in general. No touchdown passes. But, I mean, Zeke, he had a, a rushing touchdown. He had 91 yards in the ground, something like that. Tony Pollard went off. Uh, he looked amazing. What can I say? Um, um, Their running backs picked up picked up the game for them.
1: Who? Here's a question for you, and uh, this this might scare Zeke fans a little bit. Who is – Who's the top fantasy running back on the Dallas Cowboys? Pollard. Pollard, right? Yeah. Moving Just forward. Game alone. Mo- moving forward for the future, who do you think yeah, of
0: I mean, right now it's Pollard, obviously. But, I mean, I think it's keeping Zeke. I mean, you've seen the last three years what he does when Dak's healthy. Yeah. That's how it is. Zeke, Zeke plays well when when, Deke's playing, uh, when Dak's playing well. Um, I'm going to take his opponent in that game as the next boss with Justin Herbert. He's played yeah, two I'm- He's he's played two week secondaries. He played Washington Week One, obviously the Cowboys, who the secondary is not known for being great. Uh, he only produced thirteen and fourteen point performances, so not what you want to see from a second year quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean that 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 game in general is just like all like it was one of the worst football games I've like watched in a while. I didn't watch the second. It, I don't think it was it was like one of the worst things because it was like both of those guys like played bad, but. Herbert was, like, got, like, two or three touchdowns, like, taken away from him. Yeah. It was, like – it. Was, so, I don't know. It was just – the refs were awful in that game, honestly. They were – they literally screwed the – they screwed the Chargers and Herbert and someone else out of, like, a touchdown. And then, like, on top of it, they backed him up, like, 20 yards and then made him kick
0: a field goal. It was, wasn't, like – Wasn't there, like, a taunting one where you, all he did was he spun the ball out of bounds? Yeah, it, the the, the taunt it, it was Jared Cook. Jared Cook caught a pass on the left side, went out of bounds. He literally caught it and spun the ball on the ground And the yeah, That rule that rule is awful. And that game showed it. Off that. We can make a whole different episode off just that yeah. <laughs> it was
1: But I, all in all I agree that 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 game was a – that game in general is a bust. So the, the two QBs in it uh were can can be bust because they were I yeah. mean they were bust in fantasy and in, in real life just yeah. from a, a fan's perspective
0: um my boom running backs i'm good we already mentioned zeke and pollard they combined for 51 they only scored 20 points as a team that game, so 51 fantasy points pretty impressive um my next boom javante williams uh from the denver broncos he hasn't had much of an output about i mean 13 points per game is pretty encouraging and he's getting decent yards per carry i mean he had uh like 70 something yards sweeps like that um and he's matching melvin gordon's carries per game so if if you're a Javante Williams owner or somehow he's on your waiver wire, he's worth a guy it's getting a look at because that Broncos offense hot right now and they're, they're running the ball plenty. No, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I, I like Javante. He was a good pick at UNC. Yeah. Fair. Um,
1: this this next one, you guys, a little interesting. I want to, I want to hear it. I
0: mean, I, I have two more. I'm going to, I'm going to save the guy on top for last. Okay. All right. Um, my boom running back for this week. I, it's not a boom. It's just, I wanted to say his name on the podcast. Um, Cordero Patterson. Just stop. <laughs> Arthur Smith, just stop playing him. Um, I, I I own Mike Davis in like two leagues, and I, well, I know he's not great. Um, he's better than Cordero Patterson, I promise you. Um, even though you're the head coach of the football team. Um, but just stop playing Cordero Patterson, please. It's I think just- it's
1: hilarious because we we talked about this week one or the first was it week one? Yeah. We talked about this the first podcast we did, and we were like, that Atlanta Hawks. And I, like, said something about Cordero Patterson, and everyone was in agreement. So, it was like, yeah, he's not going to he's not gonna be uh that much of a factor. He's probably just going to be a special teams guy, and that's it. And now he's out here, like, getting snaps like, rushing the ball, and it's kind of ridiculous. He's
0: not running the, that much, to be honest. He's only getting he, – he had seven carries week one against the Eagles for 54 yards, which was, like, so aggravating because the Eagles' run defense was so bad. First half of that game. That's beside the point. Um, this week, he got seven carries for 11 yards and a touchdown, along with five uh, receptions on six targets for 58 yards and another touchdown. 24 fantasy points for a guy who should be on the field. <laughs> um, yeah, that one bothered me because I, I I played <laughs> my career <laughs> this week. so Not what I needed. Um, no, the, the last guy I want to talk about, um, he's guaranteed to score three-plus touchdowns in a game at least once a season. I mean, probably – maximum one time a season. It's gonna happen. It's but it's only gonna happen once. Aaron Jones. Um three receiving touchdowns, one rushing touchdown last night. I mean, is Aaron Rodgers back?
1: Uh I mean as as much as it pains me to say this, I think I don't think like I, I didn't really throw the talent on Aaron Rodgers. Um like it's Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Very, as much as very very I don't great. like Aaron Rodgers, I do respect greatness and I mean Aaron Rodgers is great. So uh, he's not better than Tom Brady, not even close. I, I can't even believe people think that, that that's a debate. But nonetheless, he's still very good. And I don't ever think uh, I didn't. I was I was definitely shocked by his week one performance and the team's week one performance. But I was also not like throwing the towel in. As yeah. as we've said multiple times, it's it's the first game of the season. You can't just make predictions. I mean, the Bucks lost, got stomped by the uh, the Saints last year, and they they worked them and won the Super Bowl. So. It's early in the season. You can't like you you can't you
0: can't just make uh, final predictions uh, yeah. this early. That's why that's why I do these weekly because it changes every week. Um, uh, Najee Harris, my first busts running back. He had a receiving touchdown, which like totally saved his fantasy day. Um, I mean, they've played the Bills week one. Not a great D line. Uh, I think Damon Harris is going to run all over the Bills whenever they play. I'm excited for yeah. that. Damon Harris, owner. Uh, and the Raiders' D line, which like they have good ends, but their tackles aren't great, and that's where you know Najee Harris is going to run. And he had two point eight yards per carry week one and three point, which isn't awful, but against a weak D line, you got to do better than that. Um, his hype's been really high. This is supposed to be his breakout week.
1: Yeah, honestly, I I don't know. I'm not like sold on Najee Harris yet. And don't get me wrong, the stiff arm was crazy. Okay, it was it was this crazy stiff arm, but. I'm oh, just, I'm not sold on his ability yet. You know, like I watched him in preseason and I was like, you know, I can see why people think he's going to be nasty. And then I watched him week one. and I was like, all right, well, maybe it's just because of the Bills. But now I'm just like, I'm still not there yet where I'm like,
0: this guy's worth a third round, second
1: round. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, the, the, what he was valued at, at uh, in fantasy, I think it was a little too high. In same my thing opinion.
0: for me last year. I, I, I said the same was the thing about Clyde Edwards Hilaire last year. He was he was going first round, Clyde was last year. Yeah. Never playing a snap in his NFL career.
1: And, I, mean. and I think I think in our league he went Najee Harris went in the first round. I think he went like pick eleven or something like
0: that. Najee was was round one pick one for me just because it was the keeper. So you wanted to get a good value of rookie in that yeah. first round. But I mean, he hasn't played to anyone's standard so far.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: my next player is gonna be James Robinson. Um he was my blessing last year. I picked him up off the waiver wire. Couldn't keep him because I didn't draft him. Um, I'm so happy that I didn't. I actually traded <laughs> him away in the offseason for a pick and return. Um, I I don't know. Um, it's hard because you've heard all these things about Urban Meyer. Like, he likes his guys. And it seems like Carlos Hyde is his guy. I, I don't know. Like, I don't pay attention to the Jaguars enough to know who's his guy. But – that Jaguars offensive line is awful they're not doing anything for anybody especially Trevor yeah. Lawrence
1: um i mean the jaguars are just not good in general and the trevor lawrence has a very good possibility of like his career just like kind of being wasted uh in jacksonville because 000%. it's it, they're they're just not good um james Robinson specifically like you said it's i think he's a, he's a good back but i think so much of being like being a good running back fantasy wise we're is dependent on the O line, you know what I mean? And yeah. Like you said, they their O line is just not good enough. Um, I don't and know if it's Hyde or Robinson. He
0: has five yards of carry, four point three yards in week two, but five carries and eleven carries. I know you're playing from behind, but still, yeah, get the, the ball, make let them make something happen.
1: I think I think teams like that, it's tough to, like you said, it's it's the being behind is plays a huge factor, and yeah. you saw in, but. You, you saw the you saw the difference. You know what I mean? Like week one, the take the Titans for example. I'm a I'm a Derrick Henry owner, so last week was great for me. But week one was awful, and they're playing from behind, and their Derrick Henry's getting no touches. And then week two, it's kind of a game. He's getting touches, and he's dominating. You know what I mean? So it's it's it the team that the person's on definitely matters uh, at running back position one because they're all line, and two if they're bad team, they're gonna be playing behind most of the season they're probably not gonna be in carries in the second half which is a huge factor in fantasy so
0: yeah I don't know. If, if a guy is you know 10 carries for 40 yards at halftime and they're down by 13 he might not see the ball again
1: yeah exactly so ball, it's
0: it's tough,
1: it's, tough. Um, I don't know. it's a tough situation with bottom of the barrel I,
0: I feel the same way about antonio gibson obviously his output's been a little bit higher but because he had 20 and 13 carry performances but no touchdowns is tough for him um that Washington team, even though they just scored 30 points on, on Thursday night, um, yeah. he, he didn't get in the end zone, which is kind of concerning because they don't rely on him too much from the, in the passing game. It's more J.D. McKissick's job, even though he was a wide receiver. I've mentioned this every single episode we've done. Antonio Gibson was a wide receiver in college at Memphis, and he does not catch the ball because J.D. McKissick's there. That takes away a big part of his game. Um, 20 carries for 90, 13 for 69 is not bad at all, but you need touchdowns for a guy like him.
1: Yeah. I agree. I think, I don't know, that's also a weird situation too where you expect the backs to be getting a lot of production because, I mean, Washington's quarterback is now out and Heineke, I mean, not that their passing game is that crazy to begin with, but I don't know, you'd expect more carries uh, out of the, more production uh, fantasy-wise from those those backs, and like you said, they didn't really have that great of a week, which is kind of surprising, uh,
0: especially when they put up 30 points. So. Yeah. I don't know. gotta get in the end zone sometime i don't know It's weird um my boom wide receivers i'm just gonna go through these quick we can talk about them all um hollywood brown he drafted his wide receiver 45 he's sitting at wide receiver eight through two weeks um that lamar and hollywood connection has been looking a lot better um and he's gonna benefit a lot from the ravens letting lamar use his arm um when his legs aren't there which isn't very obvious because that guy makes every play in the world but i i have marquise brown i kind of hated that pick getting him but i've I've been happy with it so far. He's been playing well. Um, Number two is Rondale Moore from the Cardinals. He's averaging 16.5 yards per catch um, in both games so far. And that's not just like, oh, he caught two passes each game, like Christian Kirk was last year. He'd catch two 30-yard passes, and, oh, he has 30 yards, you know. Um, But he has 13 targets through two games in a pass-heavy offense. that Already has DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Andy Isabella, and Christian Kirk ahead of him, so there's a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. Um, let's not forget Chase Edmonds; he catches the ball a lot too. That's that's promising. 13 targets in two games for a rookie that's uh, undersized, but he's getting getting it done in a in a big offense. There, my third one's gonna be Brandon Cooks. He's so underrated. Um, I wish Abel's here because he loves Brandon Cooks. Um, he's wide receiver 11 with Tyrod Taylor and now Davis Mills as as his quarterbacks through two games. Um, 14 targets in week two. If you see that he's a pro guy, who went like the eighth round in your league, Um, fourteen targets in game.
1: Yeah, it's 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 pretty good.
0: Pretty good, decent, (laughs) decent. It's like it's like Darren Waller, like week one he had nineteen targets.
1: Yeah. Um. Um, No, I have. See, I have Rondell Moore, and I'm definitely thinking about. Uh. See, I've had him on the bench, but now my. It's weird. I'm almost. I'm in a position on my team where I, I have too many wideouts, like decent wideouts, uh, that like I don't really know who to play. Um, but I think Ronda Moore made a pretty good case to maybe he should be played next week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with all these guys. I'm a little worried about Cook still going forward. Like you said, uh, Davis Mills. I know nothing about Davis Mills, so it's <laughs> that's, Stanford, that's what concerns
0: Stanford, me. For Stanford's sixth round, I believe Davis Mills was. Um, yeah. Th- so.
1: I don't know. that. That's the only thing that really concerns me with Brandon Cooks. But, um, yeah, I like those picks outside of
0: that. Um, yeah, Mills came in. He was, he was 8 for 18, a touchdown, 102 yards and an in interception as well. Um, that's yeah. not, not great. But, I mean, he's a rookie sixth-rounder out of Stanford. So, I mean, you can't expect 18. Yeah, that's, 18 that's, that's, it's uh, it's yeah. expected. Um, my boss for this week are Allen Robinson. If it wasn't for an early touchdown from Andy Dalton before the game – I mean, before his game ended, um, when he was substituted for Justin Fields, Robinson would be the rage of the fantasy world. Um he I don't know, people think he has good value still everywhere you see it on Twitter after the games, you see people post like these graphics of the route trees that he runs. And it's literally just like, oh, a little little eight yard drag, 15 oh, yard slant. Um that's not what that guy is for. I mean you could argue he's a slot receiver or whatever, but he Needs to make some big plays and just sending him a little slants and little outs is not enough. Um, and he also dropped a 29 yard touchdown from Justin Fields in this third quarter of that game, so that's a tough look for wide receiver one on that team. Um, number two is AJ Brown. Um, I think he caught like four of eight week one and with three and nine this week for seven points. Uh, 13 yards perception is uh, per reception is really good, but um. Only if you're catching three passes on nine, it kind of overshadows what you're bringing in per catch. Um, he needs to do better, and he and just Ryan Tannehill needs to find him more. Yeah, um,
1: I think as of another thing, too, with him, is I think at least in week two, uh, it looked a lot like Tannehill was looking for Julio Jones way more. Then it was one hundred percent So I don't know that uh, to me that's pretty concerning if you're uh AJ Brown owner.
0: I mean, he still um, had nine targets, he still had nine
1: targets. Yeah. Um, but no, that the the uh, the other statistic of him missing out or having six drops is also like you gotta you gotta take yeah. uh grab passes from the throne to you. I mean that's yep. just so How
0: it is. I I know you're water receiver, too, but he finished with more targets than Julio Jones last week and Julio turned six catches on eight on eight targets into 128 yards and what should have been a touchdown It was called back for no reason. Yeah. Twenty-one yards per per catch is not bad.
1: Yeah. Also I'm, decent. On six catches.
0: <laughs> also um, decent. Yeah. My my third boss is uh Kenny Galladay. He has not looked bad. Um he was like the guy this free agency coming from the Lions because he's been playing decent when he's healthy uh with Matt Stafford. He gets he gets Danny dimes now. And eight targets on three catches. Same thing as AJ Brown. It's not going to cut it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's, I feel
1: like this, uh, Galladay, you know, I don't know. I, I'm very, I'm very like, I, like I said, I don't like to make like too many Jurassic drastic decisions, but like I'm, he has dropped so far on my, my wideout totem pole. Like I don't think he's going to put up those numbers that he did. Uh, when he was in Detroit. I don't think the numbers are going to be relatively close. And I know yeah, he's. I,
0: I know. Yeah. It's it's, it's tough. just. I mean, it's just when, a tough when situation. Your, when your wide receiver two and three are outplaying you. Know, I mean, Sterling, Sterling Shepard week one, seven catches on nine targets for 113 yards and a touchdown. Week two, nine catches on 10 targets for 94 yards. And then we're going to go down to Darius Slayton. Um, seven targets, six targets. Uh, I mean, he's bringing in three, but he's wide receiver three as well. But he's caught a touchdown pass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you expect more of that Sterling Shepherd line um, yeah. from Kenny Galladay. And I, I don't know if it's the corners that are playing up against him or not, but, I mean, you just played Washington, who I don't even know who their cornerback their one is. So, it, I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah. I, I own him in two leagues. Um, don't know why I started him this week, but I kind of did it to myself, I guess.
1: You live and you learn.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> my 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 boom tight end is none other than Rob Gronkowski. I only have one I mean, boom tight end this week.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think the reports have said that Gronk is like healthier than he's ever been uh, in it showing through the first two weeks. Um, and he's also like all time, one of Brady's like all time favorite targets. So definitely probably a starter. Um, make the case for tight end three right now. Is he tight end three? Top, where's he at? Tight end
0: pool. That, that's a good question. He's tight end 12 right now. Really? Is that, is that you just said tight on 12? There's no way. There's no way. There's not 11 guys. Been, oh, he's tight on two. Okay. I read that wrong. It was two. Oh. Um, 29 in week one, 20 this week. Yeah. Guys looking great. Most interesting about, about Gronk, though. Super Bowl, week one, week two. Two touchdown catches in each. Guy looks great. Um, yeah. It's, you know, we'll see what happens when guys like O.J. Howard come back and Cameron Brake gets a better workload, but... I think I long. think
1: too for fantasy owners for Gronk, I think you should expect him to be way more used like used way more in the red zone than uh in just like the regular offense. He's definitely more he's definitely transitioning to more of a red zone guy.
0: Um I mean week one. Eight receptions on eight targets for ninety yards and two touchdowns. Especially. Okay, maybe I take that back then. Maybe. At least week two, he was definitely a red zone guy, right? I think he didn't have yeah. that many yards. Four, four receptions on five targets, two touchdowns, 40 yards, 40 yeah. ten yards. Yeah, ten yard so, yeah. Uh, but, on- I
1: mean it's Gronk. It's also Gronk and Brady, so it's like again. I've had people who have uh, who have reached out to me with a lot of uh, a lot of questions about through the first two weeks about the the whole receiving core in uh, Tampa. And my the first thing I always tell him is his favorite tar- target there is probably Gronk. He's probably his favorite guy. That like and we, you and have to pick every, one guy that's going to be consistent weeks, maybe. Yeah. every three weeks. be.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: If you if you're gonna if you f- want to find somebody who's like the most consistent guy there, um, it's going to be his tight end. Yeah, you know I mean it's, he, he and then he has a plethora of uh of receivers to uh to choose from. So yeah. that's that's just the Brady Gronk connection and as we've said, he looks way better. Uh, knock on wood. Cause I love Gronk. My, sa- my third favorite uh, Patriot all time. Um,
0: but again, week four, he's not my,
1: not my favorite. He's not there.
0: Yeah. He's not, he's not your favorite then. Um, yeah. And my boss, um, I have a plethora of tight ends right here. I said, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, Pitts, Thomas, I'm forgetting one, George Kittle. George Kittle, I was about to say because I'm a Kittle owner and I want to talk about this.
1: Um, because I know this is a big question for a lot of Kittle owners. What the hell is going on? I don't know.
0: It looks like he's trying to block more than he's trying to.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is the new scheme. Um, do you? I mean, it's tough though because you have to stick with him because he's Kittle and he's also. It, they also is a tight end and there's not like there's that many tight ends out there to go get, to replace Kittle. So it's, it's a tough position, uh, to just like kind of be lacking in. And if you're like me and you took Kittle, um, it's, you're kind of stuck. You know what I mean? That, that, the tight end position is also is one of those things where like, you're kind of stuck cause it's hard to find people on the waiver wire that are going to be consistent. Cause hundred percent position is just like, not that there's not that many elite players in it. So it's tough. Um, Ride it out with Kittle. That's my advice. Is like because
0: one, you have to. You're not gonna find anybody else. So, I mean, yeah, I uh, and that's pretty much it for what I got. I mean, I'm a, I, I want to wrap it up with my with some bets of the week. Um, I, I got the lines in front of me just in case you want to little a little quick fire. Yes or no? Uh, Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Panthers. Panthers minus eight against Texans. Uh,
1: no, I'm going I think. Ah, shit. Tired, tired, Davis Mills. Tired. Damn, I don't know. That's
0: actually a tough one. I'm gonna uh, say no. I'm gonna say no and the under, under 43. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna say no on that one. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I think a, it's, it, a it, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. It, is it gonna crash and burn sometime? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Arizona Cardinals minus seven and a half against the Jaguars over under 52. I take that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, uh, Tennessee Titans minus five and a half at home against the Colts over under 48. <sighs>
1: uh i don't know that's that's tough because
0: we don't know about ones yet
1: yeah and and the titans are they're too inconsistent for me right now so i don't know i may. i think i might go no on that one I'll i'll probably take the over
0: now i don't know about the spread though yeah um ravens minus eight against the lions over under four nine and a half
1: ravens minus eight against the lions uh
0: I know the Lions are pretty deep. No, I'm saying no. Yeah, the Lions are pretty good. They play close games, and the Ravens yeah. have not won or lost by more than a score. Like it's it, it's been like yeah. A I point. think I'm
1: going. No, what's the over under again? Forty nine and a half. Uh, I think I would go take the over.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah the Lions were like thirty points. At the game, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, the Buffalo Bills minus eight against Washington Football Team.
1: Yeah, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, over under 45 and a half.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I trust Washington.
0: Washington is up 30 to the Giants, so I'm going to say yes. All right, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. Um, pass, minus two and a half against the Saints. Uh,
1: yeah, I feel, I feel like you have to go yes, because like that. That that is just, that is just such like a, a number that it's like,
0: Field
1: goal. Yeah, it's it's literally so attainable. Are and you putting your money in Nick Folk's foot though? hundred percent. Dude just set the most consistent uh field goal record <laughs> for the Patriots. He's the most consistent field goal <laughs> kicker for the Patriots all the time. Last uh, game beat out uh Steven Gostowski. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah.
1: over yeah. under forty one though. Um, I don't know. It it that game that depends so much on Dennis? the uh on, <laughs> on the Saints. Yeah, yeah, that not not the Patriots are gonna put up like 20 ish points to around 20. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying under. Yeah, I think I'm gonna keep it at the under too. Someone's scoring 30 and someone's scoring five. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think I, I what would be interesting is how how is Jameis against uh Bill Belichick. That's you could look that up. I think he I think beat they played was, because he played for the Bucks. No, but they played uh they played when I was in I think they beat him when I was uh at Tampa when I was a freshman at QU. My year. I think they did. I think James actually played pretty well against Belichick before, or maybe he played bad. Perfect. I don't know. Uh, I remember because like Chris Hogan had a touchdown. The Patriots playing awful. Uh,
0: twenty seventeen, week five, 26 completions, forty six yards, one touchdown. I can't see a score of that game though. But anyway. who was who was that? That was James. James, yeah.
1: How many yards? Uh, three thirty four. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> I started 40, 46, and I was like, wait, what? Twenty
0: six or uh, forty 33. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. That that's a that's a little telling there. I don't that, that could be a that could be an interesting two and a half points there. Let's
0: see, I'm going at source twenty seventeen. The Patriots I, won nineteen
1: fourteen. Yeah, it was an ugly game. All right, yeah. That's what I'm that's what I remember. It was like an ugly, it was a terrible game. I was, I just remember I was pissed watching it because I was like, yeah, we should smack the Bucks," And it was
0: like a really ugly game.
1: Um, a lot of field goals in that game, I'm guessing, for
0: Patch. I think with 19 points.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm almost positive the only one to score, the only I took touchdown, touchdown
0: on was. Four, I think a touchdown and four field goals, right? Seven, 19. Oh, yeah. So 12 off field goals, four field goals, and a touchdown. Yeah. That's an ugly game. Um, Next up, Kansas City Chiefs minus six and a half against the Los Angeles Chargers. Um,
1: Yeah, I'll take it. Chargers haven't I'm – not, I'm not sold on the Chargers yet. Oh, me neither.
0: Over 55 and a half, It's a huge spread. Huge, sorry. Huge over-under. I'll probably go
1: under in on that one. I think no. I might go over just because I think the Chiefs might, like, throw up, like, 40. 35,
0: like, 35, something like that. And yeah. That, because their defense is not good. Yeah. Um. Next up, Giants minus three against the Falcons. Uh
1: no, I'm gonna say Falcons win.
0: I'm gonna say I don't know, but I'm taking the over because the, the the Giants love the over. Yeah. Over 48. Okay. Um, yeah. Browns minus seven against the Bears, also over 46 and a half.
1: Browns minus seven against the
0: Bears. Yeah, I think that's a fair one. Yeah, be- the over. Okay. It might be Justin Fields week. Is he gonna show out?
1: Yeah, but that's a tough defense to show <laughs> out against.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Over under is 46-and-a-half. I think I like that just because the Browns can probably do that on their own. Yeah, it's true. And then somehow still, still lose the game. Also very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steelers minus three-and-a-half against the Bengals. Um, Yo, bro, looked like dog shit last yeah, week. It's a, I <laughs> it's yeah, a half, yeah, I think it's an
1: easy one. Three-and-a-half, it's an easy one.
0: Uh, over under 43 um i feel like those games are always like in the 20s range i think that's a good number i'm probably gonna take the over though like 44
1: yeah that's good i think that's a good call I'm pretty sure actually all their, their games are like always in the 20 it's always like a it's always like a 2020 something game yeah yeah that's a good call
0: um denver broncos minus 10 and a half against the jets over under 41
1: uh I don't like the over on that game, but I think a ten and a half is is uh I think the Jets put up zero points, so that's why I don't like the over on that. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: so. I, I'm I'm kind of split on that one. I don't think the over on I think I don't think it's gonna go under 41. Yeah. Um, but in a game where I'm thinking it's gonna go under 41, it's kind of hard to predict a 11 point winner. Um, I think the Broncos can do it though. So they've looked hot, the Jets are hot garbage.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um the Bucks minus one against the Rams. That's gonna be a good game, but I think you gotta go to the Bucks. I think the Bucks, again, oh,
1: okay. it's like a anything under three, it's almost like you just gotta take the better team. You know what yeah, I mean? it's like a
0: Yeah. Um Seahawks minus two against the Vikings. Cash. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cash. A, that's a money Vikings pick.
1: That might be a like guaranteed
0: that might be a guaranteed one. Yeah. Um 49ers minus three and a half against the Packers. <sighs> no, I don't like that. I'm not sold against, I'm not sold by the 49ers. I never have, never will be. So, yeah, I think you hammer the, uh, think, you know.
1: yeah, you
0: <laughs> hammer the Packers money line on that one. <laughs> we don't have money lines around here. So it's a Packers <laughs> three and a half. Yeah. Um, and then Monday night football, the best team in the league take on the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> what's Cowboys, the, what's Cowboys are, the Cowboys are minus four and against the Eagles overrunners at 52.
1: Ah, I don't, I mean, I think, the, I think, I'm taking the Cowboys money line, but that's a weird spread. Four. I don't like that. I think I, be, I'm
0: still taking the Cowboys. I, I think it would be like a six-point game for the Cowboys. For anything, um, but, I'm, uh, taking what's the Cowboys? I'm taking the 52. Yeah. I'm going under in the Cowboys. I'm right. gonna go under. Yeah, I'm gonna go under there. All right. What's what's one that like really stuck out to you? Is like that's mine. the Packers one.
1: That one's crazy to me because I I can't believe the the Packers aren't favored. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, that one was nuts to me. I mean, I know they had a really bad week one, but they kinda of, they looked like they bounced back like uh last was it last night? Yeah, they looked like they bounced back last night. Uh Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good last night, and so did uh, Devontae Adams. So and I'm just not sold, like you said, I'm not sold on the 49ers. I mean, they went to they went to overtime with the Lions. That they, they had played the worst like four minutes of fourth quarter football I've ever seen, besides the Atlanta Falcons, um, in the Super Bowl. So that was it was pretty bad. I, I'm just not sold on the. I think you take the Packers, that plus uh three and plus half. three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's
0: that's. I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Cardinals minus seven and a half. I know I hammered them last week and thank God. I yeah, it. I I, I, think I, I did I, I did not put my money where my mouth was. I did not end up betting on the Cardinals, but I had a minus three and a half. And who are they playing against? They're playing the Jaguars minus seven and a half.
1: Oh yeah, that's so that's also an easy one.
0: That Cardinals defense looks decent. I mean, I mean, they're letting a lot of points, I guess, but so maybe they're not decent. But it's the Jaguars. So
1: Yeah, I'm also not the betting guy. You know, I'm I'm filling in for a bell here's, but I mean that that Packers game it just seems. The like Packers a, game seems seems like, like a trap. Yeah, it's almost like a what? So I don't know. It's, a, it's that's up to that's up for you guys to put your money on. Don't listen to me, but put two hundred on the on the Packers. My yeah. advice.
0: In <laughs> the Packers minus two against. Six.
1: Yeah, and in t- a hundred percent the Pats. Uh, Every single week. <laughs> money line spread over. Week four. If you don't take the Patriots, you're you're just like losing money if you don't take the Patriots. It's like a it's guaranteed you're not gonna you're not
0: you're losing money if you go with the Bucks. See like you could argue like, oh yeah, if you're you're stupid for not betting the Bucks because it's a Tom Brady revenge game, but it's also Bill Belichick revenge game. You don't yeah. want to be on the guy's bad side.
1: Exactly. I think I'd rather be on Brady's Brady's bad side because uh Brady's a
0: little more forgiving of a person than Bill is. He gets over things. I, I think, you know, because Bill has that cutoff hoodie. Whenever it's like a full sleeve, I think he just has like all he, – he has like the burn list on his arm <laughs> under, underneath that hoodie, and you don't want to be on that list.
1: Bill Bill secretly wears a sleeve, and he just gets your name tattooed on his arm. He just wears a it's sleeve. Just his it's, like his yeah. <laughs> it's just his book. It's like this book. It's just all people who have crossed him and done <laughs> him wrong. Uh No, yeah, but but seriously, though, take the, take the Patriots every single week. Um, pads are in the Super
0: Bowls here. Just mm-hmm. throwing it out there. Oh.
1: Mac Jones. Mac wait, Jones. Is wait, wait hold on, hold
0: on, But before you say that guy's name, what quarterback are they turning for the, uh, before the deadline so that they take him the Super Bowl?
1: Uh, no one. They have the QB of the future. Mac Jones is the is the, <laughs> the future of the, the New England Patriots. I mean, you have to at least give you have to at least give credit where credit is due. Mac Jones has played like, like he's a four or five year veteran. No, he actually kind of looks like he's a ten year veteran in the league. Honestly. The the, right. the throw he's making some smart decisions out there. Sometimes he has a one play a game where it's like, all right, what the hell is that? I mean, you have the backward pass week one, and then you have like the intentional grounding like four it, – f- it, it's, it's, it's
0: that one. It just feels so empty to me. Yeah, like, but see, that's thirty yeah. against the Jets with 186 yards and no touchdown. Just feels so depressing. To me.
1: That is a uh, that if you look back. Like I want to say, twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, that was like a Brady esque stat line for wins. Like that, like Brady wasn't a huge fantasy quarterback. Like a, like five five years ago, It was never like a top tier fantasy quarterback because that is just the Patriots system. They run the ball three out of the four times. Since they down.
0: started, since they started tracking fantasy stats in twenty nine in two thousand nine, uh, two thousand nine QB five, two thousand ten QB three, two thousand eleven QB four, two thousand twelve QB three. 2013 QB 15, 2014 QB 9, 2015 QB 2, 2016 18. I'm to play 12 games. Yeah, 2017. Oh, why did he play 12 games again? Uh, he got screwed by Roger Dell. Oh no, no. Okay, so he didn't cheat. He just happened to miss. A few yeah, games. he gets screwed
1: for some reason. He was on Roger shit list because he said something. He said something. Yeah, he said something bad to Roger Dell. Roger Dell took some air out of the balls, had some, hired some guy to go into Patriots Patriot stadium, take some air out of the footballs and they blend on Tom Brady.
0: I'm going to make a documentary someday about how Josh McDaniels are that. Cause he just hates the Patriots.
1: Maybe. Cause he's just, <laughs> he's just been guaranteed. He's like, yeah, you get the position when Bill's done.
0: Bill's not leaving. <laughs> every, every off Like, okay, Josh, go look for a head coaching job. <laughs> 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 no one's giving that to him. I promise
1: um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 I've watched Mac Jones. I've watched all the rookie quarterbacks, and not even being biased, but he definitely looks like he's the best rookie right now. I mean, like you said, though, it's it's tough to compare him because uh, every other rookie either isn't starting. AKA, it will be interesting to see how
0: Justin Field does, or but uh, you know, like Trevor Lawrence has been off on Zach We still gotta wait for Justin Field to so emerge, Trey Lance, and Davis Mills. Okay, that's that's you know, hot. What, what, what if Davis Mills comes out this weekend? He's like he's like he's like forty for fifty with like four touchdowns, no interceptions, like five hundred yards.
1: I might just put a dollar on like a prop bet for Davis Mills, and just maybe it wins me like
0: like maybe like I could pull like, off like Davis Mills, parlor. like Davis Mills, same game parlay, like four plus touchdown passes, yeah, touchdowns, four hundred yards,
1: and I'll put like a dollar on it and just see how much yeah. money I make. <laughs> uh, all all right, right, no, but I think that's that's. That's all we got today, right? I think that yeah, we ran through it. Um, it was good. This is a, I like this kind of a shorter episode. Uh, I like the style better. You um, and will be back on at some point Thursday, this week. Thursday probably. probably. Yeah, Thursday.
0: Thursday. So it'll so, be Friday morning. Yeah,
1: be on the lookout for that. Um, we probably should have done – what's the Thursday game real quick? Thursday,
0: Thursday. – Oh, it's so bad. I think it's that Texans game. Okay, so no one has anybody. Uh, fans, yeah, uh, Panthers-Texans. So, Chris McCaffrey versus Texans.
1: Yeah, okay. So, nothing – no real, like, news that needs to be reported maybe,
0: and maybe, if you listen to my advice, Sam Darnold.
1: Yeah, I mean, keep I think, your eyes on Sam Darnold. I don't know if I'd, I'd play him just yet, but keep your eyes on him. He He's
0: a good matchup uh, this week, but it's hard to decide your quarterback on a Thursday night game like that. Yeah, I mean, if, so – If you're someone who streams quarterbacks, yeah, maybe take Sam on Thursday. But uh, if you have a different option in a, a Sunday game, just – Q where it belongs in the waiver wire this week.
1: Yeah, and then um, come back for Friday again for the next episode of the Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast with Abel. He'll have some better bets for you than I do, but I mean, hey, that's what Campbell's all about—taking chances, right?
0: Yeah, and losing money. <laughs> exactly. Never, never, never profit. Yeah, no. It's a all sick.
1: Right. It's a sick, twisted game. And on that <laughs> note, <laughs> we are out of here. All right. Peace later.